everybody. The UFC season has officially come to a close, and it is time. It is time for the, the holiday season is here. Oh, the holiday season is here, you know? <laughs> also, it was I a white know. Christmas, you know, but it took me four times to figure out how I wanted to approach this show. So, you know, it's already dark. So Can't see outside now. Awesome. Sick, sick, sick. Wanted to go on a nice little snow walk? That's not going to happen now. Okay, awesome. <laughs> so, but we're here, and this is the our UFC Awards episode. and End of the year. Yeah, it took me a little bit of thinking for some categories, fun categories. This is not your prototypical award show. This is going to be something that is very unorthodox awards are going to be given out recognition is going to be this is our award given yes we're going to be giving out an ultiman which i received from beautiful bianca for um christmas and i'm sorry that i can't give everybody golden trophies but you guys are going to receive a freaking ultiman award for being absolute killers so yeah we're i want to just kind of jump into the what do you want to start what award category do you want to start with um let's see okay we're not gonna go okay you just want to start out with top fights again yeah this let's is, just go in this order. is the first time we started this guys <laughs> this is our second take but, but it's okay it just, my first take my first couple takes sound is so bad but yeah it wasn't it's He's okay it's hard on himself but it's fine usually we do these all in one time but this is the first time ever that i've actually with me and just bianca that i've had to redo it because i just wanted to get this word show right because there's a lot of ways that this can go wrong and get really confusing because there's a lot of overlapping with names and stuff so i just wanted to make sure it was completely organized anyways i think without further ado we need to get into my candidates for i'm going to approach this differently for top (laughs) fights so I'm going to have three nominees, okay? First Top of all, wait, do, you wanna give, do you want to give your... Do you want me to say these and then you can give your top fight of the year? This yeah, isn't going to be... let's a, do that. Because okay. I... There's some categories who I don't have a person or okay. thing for. There's some that I just have input on. So yeah. I, this will be like your award show. Okay, your, it's both of ours. Well, your opinions on yeah. it. So my head is getting so hot, but we're going to be giving these out to not the obvious ones. This isn't going to be a Michael Chandler versus Justin Gaethje gets an award. This isn't going to be a um, Kamara Conor Usman McGregor. gets the award for greatest welterweight all. We're going to give it to the people that deserve recognition that you probably forgot about because I was going through it's everything. It's more like low key people under yeah, the radar. It's low key under the radar stuff. Okay. Top fights. One of my favorites from this last year was Brian Barbarina versus Jason Witt and I sound like a broken record because I feel like I just talked about this, which I did, but we're going to talk about it again. Okay. <laughs> what made this fight so intriguing was obviously Brian Barbarina. He's an absolute killer. He brings the fight to people every single time. And Jason Witt, he's a wrestler. He was coming off a knockout loss, I think, to Matt Semmelsberger. But the crazy part about this fight was that the just it was ingrained into my mind. And as soon as it happened, I'm saying, dude, this is what's this is going to be going to be a fight of the year. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going yeah. to mention this for sure. Jason Witt, I think he lost his mouth guard. He goes down, bends down, and tries to get it. Brian Barbarino <laughs> still tries to crack him. And every time Brian Barbarino looks down and out, after t- he gets taken down, he gets up. I'm surprised and like, he that he reached people. for it mid-fight. Because a lot of times, if it happens, the guys will just leave it out. Or the referee will stop it. Yeah, yeah. Well, usually they'll just leave it on the ground until the round's over. Yeah. He tries to get it. It's like, obviously, you're going to get cracked or mm-hmm. something. They're going to try to hurt you. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my third. For, that's one of the funniest fights I've ever seen. Okay. Second one is we discovered a new prospect, David Onama versus Mason Jones. David Onama steps in on short notice for Alon Patrick. They were trying to get that rematch in because Mason Jones accidentally poked Alon in the eye. Anyways, we discovered a... 
fantastic prospect that fought at 155, usually fights at 145. David Onama, so um, he's a unbelievable athlete and he's stuck in with a guy that people believe could be a future champ in mason jones every time mason took him to the ground david onama stood right back up <laughs> cracked him with shots made an unbelievable fight out of it one of mer- a myriad of fights that occurred this year that like um were in which the underdog came out victorious even though they might have not necessarily won but there's yeah. so there were so many underdog fights that just goes to show the evolution of sport is just growing rapidly like People were becoming so good and yeah. guys that are so young. Like I have a, a award for a person that's basically 22 years old and is killing absolute cool. savages. Don't give it out yet. You know, it's hard for me. But David Onama versus Mason Jones. If you haven't seen that fight, go back and watch it because David Onama puts on a hell of a performance. And in my opinion, I wanted him to win, but Mason Jones probably did enough. But David has such a bright future. So I'm super pumped for him. And then for my favorite fight and then i'll name a couple of honorable mentions but for my the craziest fight of the year by far had to be the benoit saint denis versus um Elizu zaleski dos santos the amount of heart that this man yeah benoit saint denis or however <laughs> freaking johnny says probably it, right saint denis but he is the toughest man on planet earth special forces as you could tell by the broadcast team they really hit that one home they're like no other man could probably be taking this beating and then obviously the referee got kicked out like we were discussing in our last episode (laughs) he lost his duties for the rest of the (laughs) night because he shouldn't stop the fight but benoit takes it to a freaking decision after getting the crap beat out of him but then almost coming back yeah people were like how is this guy they were like, okay, this is done. This is done. Wait a second. Yeah. Because Zaleski, he was exhausted because yeah. he finished the fight on three separate occasions, it seemed like. No, yeah. Literally. <laughs> different, it should have been times. standing TKO multiple times. But Benoit stayed in there, made a fight out of it, got it to a decision. By far one of the craziest things. If you want to scream and just be actually kind of disturbed a little bit, actually. Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah, probably shouldn't have put a lot of this fight's probably something the UFC wants like nobody really needs to know about <laughs> this because fight because that they could have gotten a lot of really trouble really embarrassing honestly. yeah the refing that's what we were saying we're like this is honestly was. embarrassing for mm-hmm. them but yeah. then he was doing okay so then it was a little less worse but but uh, honestly the still. UFC and commissions they don't care about embarrassment because their judging is an embarrassment on a daily yeah, weekly they need basis new so. judges yeah Okay, on to the honorable mentions. Honestly, you could be blindfolded and just give out a 30-27. Somebody that lost a fight and think? people would just be like, okay, that's that guy's opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, though, dude. Oh it's the, probably the worst part about the UFC altogether is the judging. The judging, yeah. It should not be suge- subjective. No, it, it, it is. It should be like, completely Well, there should be more judges, based. maybe, too, than just three. Mm-hmm. Should we 100%. maybe be like Or should five? we open scoring? Yeah. If you're going to keep track of the strikes and everything, you should just keep track of that on the exactly. board. Exactly. And then that should determine who the winner is. Yeah, exactly. It should be like a football game or something. And then my honorable mention is John McDessey versus Ignacio Bajamandas, TJ Brown versus Kai Kamaka, Drew Dober versus Brad Riddell. Basically, any Drew Dober, Brad Riddell, or Rafael Fazee fight technically falls into the category of fight of the year because those guys are the most explosive people in the like pound for pound they're the most explosive in the entire ufc yeah i uh, gotta love my scissors dog i don't i don't even know if you could probably hear but i don't know and then frost zion versus luigi vendermini was an insane fight did you name the one that i think is top fight we'll get to that okay guido canetti versus mana martinez was absolutely insane and then obviously bianca's favorite was billy q versus shane burgos why was it your favorite 
that was like probably the most like you and i have watched a lot of ufc together and mm-hmm. not gonna lie i'm not always in tune with it like i'm not always like paying attention but that fight Shame i was probably the most in. invested in oh, like yeah. i was like oh my god that's a good that's good like i just was it was I, constant it was a constant good fight and i was yeah. just shocked the whole time and it got a little bit overshadowed we felt like because it was just already on just an absolute stacked yeah, card that card was already insane as is so like right yeah because if that was by itself on like that a been different a that could be a made that would have been fight a year that, probably yeah exactly is what i'm saying just it's because like, gaichi and chandler came in front came of him on that were the main on that one or no they weren't the main were they no hands down though gaichi chandler to shane burgos billy quarantillo those are the two best back-to-back fights that the ufc's probably ever had yeah, in the history exactly, of the sport. Yeah. like not even a question yeah i agree yeah it just it's just because it got stuck in the middle and then obviously the main event was fantastic it just gets overshadowed but that's that so my award benoit saint denis and zelesky dos santos here you go here's your freaking ultimate ultimate award let me see here's your agng ultimate award <laughs> yeah um yes i got some new merch right here for christmas agng oh, yeah. agng and baby new bracelet hobby lobby special let's go <laughs> agng right on my wrist all gear no game yeah, right up to my heart you know oh my god right up to my this is my life okay and then after this i'm gonna go through like top fighters to watch for and then castle went under the radar a little bit okay next one next award category must watch fighters i've got a male and a female war for this okay in order to try to narrow down my massive list of 20 fighters that you need to keep an eye on next year i tried to eliminate some and put it Break in different categories bit, yeah okay. so in honor of let's do ladies first would you like okay. to would you like to give the award for must-watch fighter from 2021, and then she's going to carry this on in 2022 for sure? The award goes to Amanda Lemos. Yes, Amanda Lemos is an absolute killer. As you guys know, she's my favorite fighter on the entire women's Girl, roster, yeah, girls' Girl roster, fighter. because she has the ability to put your lights out, and not a lot of girls can really say that. Besides I the goat, look her up. She is the best. I just made a video about her last. Uh, or like last week or whatever and she's fantastic and then like i said she got that dub over angela hill angela hill put a hell of a performance up though so so i it was a little bit closer than i expected it to be but amanda i thought she was gonna get her out early with that front face i mean her front kick to the face but (laughs) angela stuck in there and it was definitely a great test for amanda because i don't she hasn't faced anybody i don't think yet at the caliber that angela hill is faced anybody she hasn't front kicked anybody to the face. That was a pun. Yeah. And Angela Hill took her best shots and then she gave him back. It was crazy. And she was, Angela Hill was p- pressing her up against the fence. So that was probably definitely different for Amanda. But Amanda, she's must watch every single time. Yeah. And then for our male fighter that is must watch TV every <laughs> single watch. time is our boy. Melsic Mike Desari. He Melsic. is... When he fought Colin Anglin, I him along with David Olama, two one hundred forty five pounders. Melsic Bagdasarian was the most. He was the biggest gem I discovered in two thousand twenty one by far. This man, I've never seen anybody <laughs> this man. 
put together combinations so effortlessly with kicks and punches. Like he combines everything so well. Everything he does looks so unbelievably easy, and he's going to be an absolute problem. The guy he just fought, um, that one guy, he just ran away from the entire time. I forget who <laughs> his name was. Like uh, Bru- Bruno, Bruno uh, Souza or something. I think that was his name. Let me look really quick. But all I know is he was running for him. Yeah, it was Bruno Souza. And he was just running from him basically the entire time. He did kind of well, trapped. but... And <laughs> he's the man. Melsic is the freaking gun. And I'm never going to forget it. He's going to probably become... Here, this is your award, Melsic. He's probably going to become... <laughs> he's probably going to get fast-tracked, in my opinion, this upcoming year. And it's one or two fights. And I wouldn't be surprised if he's challenging guys in the top 10 because he is that skilled. Yeah. He can hang in there with Gigi Chikadze. He can hang in there with anybody at the top of the top because if you want to stand in there and fight with this guy, you're gonna. it's going to be a show, but you're going to be tested because he throws things from way different crazy angles and he throws flurries everything comes at you really quickly yeah his it's just like i said in a prior episode his barrage of punches and kicks is in just our episode we redid no or the in, episode before in an episode okay. in way past not just the <laughs> one of the four that we did today um it, he throws he everything he throws has the potential to put your lights out yeah. and not a lot of guys can truly actually say that he's crazy i would say he's i would i would be running number one too. for that for that category he is so dynamic he's just an amazingly dynamic striker and they were talking about how many fights he's had this guy and he's i just don't understand how someone that crazy good at something is so even keel i mean he is really like he's super <laughs> confident in his abilities but i just i would if i could do stuff like that i would just kind of be like scared of myself honestly like, really you know like he ha- he's so unbelievably good bro like superman no yeah he does honestly yeah but he's so chill about it it's crazy yeah it's okay cool. now 2021 might have been the best year of ufc like in ufc's history but it wasn't all that Some great very <laughs> damn good fights yeah probably the best the, this closing stretch like i've said has probably been the best ever towards the end of the year yeah, yeah back to back so, in honor, but like I was saying, it wasn't great for everybody. But if I know one thing, some of the guys got knocked down, and there were quite a few really good fighters that kind of had they were on the wrong side of some decisions. And yeah, they, for sure. You know, like Corey Sanigan. You know, you guys that probably shouldn't have lost as many fights as they should have this year, but. I'm sure that these guys that I'm about to name are going to come back. And this is like an individual award for, bro, you've got for this. every single person. Yeah. Every single person's going to get an award because you stuck in there hang- hanging tough. Danny Gay is number one for me. Danny Gay, he just put it on such a good performance, Josh Emmett. And, you know, he fought the Korean zombie and he came out on the wrong end. But this man, he's boxing is so clean. He, I, I just have every bit of faith that he's going to come back and be a top contender at featherweight. Even though he might not be the biggest guy, he might have the best attributes to um, necessarily become a champ, but he has the heart of a freaking lion, and he's so much fun to watch every single time. So I believe I Dan Ige, he's going to come back, um, and he's going to be stronger than ever. Next, our young man <laughs> that ran into the buzzsaw, Joel Alvarez. Tiago Moises <laughs> is going to be fine. He lost a tough fight, a learning fight to 
Islam Makhachev, and then he just ran into basically a welterweight at lightweight. Yeah, but he still Alvarez. got it in him. He's gonna be like 27 this upcoming year. Yeah. He's gonna be fine. He's, he's really gonna be so good at lightweight. He's like he's one of the most promising prospects the lightweight division has and he's gonna hang in with the best of them dude trust me he's so good at everything he does he throws bombs too it was just seeking missiles yeah it was just a really unfortunate (laughs) um kind of matchup for him because joel is just an anomaly kind of and then next one jimmy crute jimmy crute he in he's going to be absolutely fine he got he ran into jamal hill which is tough and then he had his leg broken basically by anthony liner or his lay his he his like his nerve kind of went out but he's still he's on top of the game like he's going to be fine at light heavyweight and i really he's going to definitely come back stronger than ever and then along with that is kevin holland kevin holland you're going to be fine dude i love watching (laughs) you fight you're going to be okay he has lost his past few right Mm -hmm. he hasn't he's on a losing streak but he's still a great fighter though oh yeah well he if he stands with anybody it's a problem exactly. everybody's just scared to strike with him so yeah. they just take him down but as soon as he gets that Dagestani wrestling in him he's gonna yeah, be fine yeah as we say he just needs to practice that wrestling yeah he he basically he almost knocked out Derek Brunson Derek Brunson could, has no chance on the feet with him but you know Derek, Kevin Holland he's gonna be fine all those guys I'm looking for big 2022s from them because they're right there they're gonna have a good year oh yeah for sure okay next round of the year baby I'm going to give oh, this one. Round this of the year. Round of the year. I like that. Yes. Marav Dwalashvili <laughs> versus Marlon Marais. Do you remember That's, this? Yeah. When I was screaming. Yeah, you were screaming. Because I was like, no, Marav just got cracked. And then all of a sudden. He's. He's made out of kryptonite. Yeah. Uh, not kryptonite. He's made out of freaking steel. 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 And he is Marlon Marais' kryptonite because he <laughs> <laughs> freaking ended up taking him down. That was crazy. And then it was landing round and pound and almost had him knocked out by the end that, of the first round. That was an insane I've fight. Never, it was crazy, dude. Mar- uh, Marab went from knocked out to almost knocking the other guy out by the end Being of one on round. on top of him, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I w- I was so surprised. Marlon Marais, he's an absolute killer. I think he's matched up to fight uh, Song Yudong. Song Yudong? I think he is. Let me see. But, yeah, that is by far was the round of the year. When I was... Because looking back, I didn't want to watch every single freaking fight, dude, obviously. So I was just... What what round out of every single fight like sticks out to me? Oh, yeah, he's going to fight Song Yudong. Nice. But what one sticks out most to me? And it was 100% the Marab one. Because, yeah. one, I'm just heavily invested in Marab's but whole that entire fight journey. that insane. That yeah. round, everything about it. Well, the tides shifted so quickly. Yeah, exactly. I can't even imagine what that would feel like, too. To feel like you are you beat a guy, basically, and then you end up losing. Can I give my opinion on a one round yeah. for someone? Is that one that the guy... <laughs> got like knocked out but he like stood up like he kept standing and then he ended up did he end up falling down oh yeah burgos but like yeah he was like totally fine yeah i was gonna say that as one of the like, my favorite fights oh really? is edson barboza versus shane yeah. burgos when he got knocked out but then all of a sudden his but body he was like out. yeah and he was like good and then he just totally like yeah, that's, fell that was crazy dude i 100%. would give that round give a round you can give that knockout of the year is that your oh, knockout of the oh, year? Okay, yeah, I'll do that as knockout. Yeah, but I know what you mean. That was insane. I wanted to mention that somewhere. Do you have any other knockouts? What other knockouts are really good? We'll get onto that. Or do you have that? As I category? didn't put that as a category. I oh. already because I already had mine in my mind. Which was? Are you? Do you want to just say my it then? knockout of the year? I'm going to give it to Ignacio Bahamondes versus um, Roosevelt Roberts. Okay, and how did that end? It was like a spinning that. heel kick at the end of the round, oh. and it knocked him out. 
another oh, wait, one. I feel like I do remember that. Yeah, but there's there was tons of really good knockouts. There was a lot of good I knockouts. just couldn't really remember all of them, dude. But yeah, my knockout of the year would probably be the one where he like his he literally just gave out. That was by far, if anything else, weirdest moment. Yeah. Of the probably that UFC was like season. a weird like a, oh my god. That's the weirdest probably. Yeah. Most odd knockout. We just got to come up with even those people for next year. We just got to come up with some just strange ass categories on. Yeah. Just like ones you don't even think of. Yeah. Um, okay. That's good stuff. Now let's move on to our best card. We broke this up into an honorable mention, a non-pay-per-view fight night, and then a pay-per-view. So for my honorable mention, let's go with Barbova, Barboza versus Chikadze. That fight card to me was, really sweet i wanted to put it as my overall fight night but i couldn't because i'll tell you in a second you'll understand why but it was it's fantastic it was a fantastic card because obviously we're all heavily invested in the tough season and that was the card where like ricky tertios fought and that was the ultimate fighter finales remember okay you remember watching like when ricky fought and then brian battle fought oh it was uh, all the guys on tough fought on the main ufc card live and so i thought that was a really cool card it oh, was that like, was really cool. Yeah, it was sick because all those guys that we got to see fight, we got to see fight live. And that's one of my honest, honest to God, I didn't write him in here, but Ricky Tercios has to yeah. be by far one of the most exciting fighters and say, then like, also performance. Yeah, like interesting fighters to watch. Yeah, because he like elevate he finds a way to elevate everybody he fights. Yeah. Every single guy he fought. He like picks them up. Yeah. Like, he fought Dan Argetta. Yep. He fought uh Ludwig Shalinian and, and then, then that the Brady he said Brady yeah and he made all of those fight of the nights all of those would have won 50k in the UFC by far and all those guys are going to be in the UFC eventually and it's too. all because of Ricky basically everybody he elevates their game and he also just he does he's so good yeah. at everything he does I and agree. he's not scared he just kind of just bites out on the mouth guard and just he's the, you, he so brings so many watch. elements to the table in terms of beating you you yeah. can't hold him down because he scrambles back up to his feet he'll throw up submissions and then on the feet he's an absolute killer so That's i gotta a good definitely one to give yeah him um recognition just his own little category of absolute killer dude um but barbara was a versus chikaze that was a, oh i want to just read off really fast some of the fights that were on there you had obviously had the two finales and then you had andre petrosky fight the michael gilmore guy who gilmore basically quit his job and then kind of gave petrosky a little bit of a run for his money and then also gerald freaking mershart with one of the bigger upsets of the year against mahmoud miradov he ended up subbing him after almost getting knocked out and then like mana martinez versus guido canetti was one of my favorite fights of the year it was crazy and then smiling sam alvey was on that dustin jacoby who's an absolute stud of a man is on that card so there was it was really good. It was good stuff. Uh, and then I was happy to see Gilbert Urbina kind of get a chance too because there were some really good guys on that card. It was it sucks that Treshawn couldn't have been fighting because yeah. Treshawn was the best middleweight in the house, obviously. But, okay, that's that. That's an honorable mention. Then our, my favorite non-pay-per-view card is obviously, dude. It sound, This sounds a little like recent, like recency bias just because they happened so recently, but... I, w- I genuinely went through every single one and the f- they just got better as the year progressed and it didn't get any better in terms of a free fight. If you're not having to pay for a Max Holloway fight, then that has to be... He had two of the He's best fights be of the, the year. He's going to be the best one there. Cater yeah. and the Rodriguez fight against Yair. Yair honestly had him on the ropes a few times. Though. He cracked him big time. But uh, overall, like as a whole, you had freaking Dao Jung, Rafael Alves, 
um sean woodson was on this card tiago moises was on this card um <laughs> song yidong miguel baeza ks william julio arce and then obviously the main event max hallway that that is the it's highest level really, stuff you're gonna yeah. see with pay. yeah that's a legitimate pay-per-view right there that people got just on espn plus dude that's and it. every time you get to see max holloway you obviously have to tune in and then yeah your rodriguez just reminded everybody in the featherweight division why he is so scary and why you don't want to fight him because he put max holloway on the ropes and max holloway is basically the best featherweight that's walking on planet earth so yeah that's by far the most best um, non-pay-per-view yeah is there any main event that you remember that you really liked that's a non-pay-per-view yeah i could not tell you the difference i can i can pull up the list they're all right here it's okay 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 um now let's get to uh, i think me and bianca are both in consensus that this is the best pay-per-view the best pay-per-view again like i said i'm sorry that they're all so recent but i genuinely looked through every single one and these were the best best <laughs> one colby usman too best yeah. pay-per-view card but that's almost a given, but we know. It's a given. It's a given, but I'll I'll instead of just looking at the main card, we'll look at some of the fights the other, on the other card. The like Ally Quinta versus Bobby Green. That's crazy. Chris Curtis with the upset over Phil Hawes, Nasuddini Mabov, um upset Edmund Shabazian, um Alex Pereira, the guy that everybody thinks could beat um Israel Adesanya was on the card. Um, Ian Gary, people next, Conor McGregor was on the card. Chris Barnett had the crazy ass knockout over John Volante and then did oh. the backflip. And then just oh, Dustin yeah. Jacoby, who's one of the light heavyweights' biggest prospects. Our boy Melsic Bagazarm was on the card. And then Odie Osborne versus CJ Vergara started the card off with an absolute bang. So, yeah, no, that just whole from card top to bottom. Yeah. Crazy. And then you had Marlon Vera sandwiched in between uh, Nam Yunus and Wei Lee and Burgos and Quarantillo and people probably don't even remember I mean they obviously remember the big knockout but and Marlon Barra is an absolute stud like you have to watch out for him so all together it has to be the best card of the entire year dude. yeah that's mine UFC 268 baby by far yeah dude this whole entire year was absolute craziness oh my god um upset of the year I think we're all kind of Julian Pena. I mean, it's not even a <laughs> yeah. question, honestly. The fact that, like, even Joe Rogan's, like, his commentary at the end, he was like, "That is upset of the year." Oh yeah, like every, like he was totally right. When I sent you that yeah. TikTok of like his reaction, no, yeah, and like his D DJ DC DC, he was like, like touching Joe. He was like, <laughs> and Joe's just like, like watching in yeah. disbelief. It's crazy. That was that was crazy. I didn't even get to watch that. Where was I? I was in Mexico, huh? What do you mean, where were you? I forgot. Yeah, I was in Mexico. Of course you... How do you not remember that? <laughs> where I was I? Oh, yeah, tanning. The, uh, I travel all the time. I was, I was, I was at beach. my dad's house. It was late at night when you were texting me that. I remember. Yeah. Okay. I actually remember where I was. Our Don't boys. be a hater. Okay. Let's move on to the freaking next category. Okay. Okay, before we start moving into kind of stuff that doesn't have to do with awards let's go into our fighter of the years fighter of the years <laughs> first let's go honorable mention that i had to just mention adrian yanez dude you get a fighter of the year fire on huh fire of the year might as well be because that's all he does is throw fireworks <laughs> at people because he's <laughs> boxing in freaking bantamweight division dude <laughs> 
He beat Fire of the Year. He beat them some tough guys. Okay. He beat Gustavo Lopez, who we know is a killer. Mm-hmm. He beat Davy Grant. And then who else did he beat? He beat one other guy. He had three wins this year. And I don't know. I'm, I'm blanking, but it doesn't really matter. All I know is this guy. Oh, he beat Randy Costa. Even after almost getting. Costa? Yeah, Costa. The Zohan. Oh. Yes. Bianca likes him. Um, Adrian Giannis. I got to give an award to him because best boxing, he's going to become something very special in Bantamweight division. In terms of strictly stand-up, there's very few guys that can that are better than him. Yeah. I don't know much about his ground game, to be perfectly honest, but all I know <laughs> is some of the guys that he's fought are pretty good on the ground, and it hasn't gone there, so that has to speak for something. So. Yeah. Adrian Giannis. And remember, I said that this is a very unorthodox kind of thing, so for my man, you're probably going to be like, what the hell, Kellen? What are you even talking about? But first, we'll go to a woman. Do you want to say woman? woman? <laughs> you want to say the woman? Yeah. Okay, wait, where is it? Right there. <laughs> marina rodriguez yes marina rodriguez that was like a like a winning the like (laughs) like something at school (laughs) i just named you all it honestly did sound like you pulled out of the hat (laughs) yeah i literally was just like i pulled a random name oh marina rodriguez Rodriguez. (laughs) 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 yes she gets an absolute award because she like um some of her fellow women counterparts such as Amanda Lemos and Manon Fior, Fioro or whatever, however you say your name. It's cool either way. Um, <laughs> Mahina won three fights, and it's basically, I mean, it's not even up for debate. She definitely fought way harder competition. And who'd she beat? She beat, who'd she beat? Watterson. She beat um, Mac Dern, and she beat Hebos, right? Oh, Amanda Hebos? Yeah. And... At the end of the day, dude, that's what that's what gets it done when you want to be champ. I know she lost to uh, Carlos Barza, but she's going to become Starweight champ. I'm telling you, her boxing is insane. Everything she does is just, yeah. She beat Ribas on, on January 23rd. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. She's on the top of her game, dude. And there's no there's not nobody that can really stand with her. Getting her to the ground is a pain in the butt. So she's going to give the champ or whoever is the champ some serious issues so i'm giving her fighter of the year for sure just based i wanted to give it to either fior or lemos but the level of competition that they face is not even close to what mahina has and i'm trying to be a little bit different here i think that she really (laughs) deserves more recognition because she's the problem okay now here's my unorthodox pick for men fight man fighter of the year okay you gotta hear me out on this because i'm just going based off the fact when your back's up against the wall and you kind of get embarrassed on national television. It's Hamzat's coming out party. And you get dropped to the ground. Knocked out within like 15 seconds. Uh-huh. You pro- Most normal human beings want to just kind of... Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> most normal human beings would just be down and out. After that's being your second loss in a row or whatever. Yeah. I would want to retire, especially when I'm not getting any younger, retire. you know? But you know what Gerald Merchart does? GM3? What is he He do? comes back and he beats, um, he beat, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm blanking on the first guy's name, but it doesn't even matter. He came back and had pulled off one of the biggest upsets against uh, Mahmoud Mokmiradov. 
Mock. This is his nickname. Okay. Yeah. That's <laughs> so a bit like easier. All like one name. Yeah. But Mockley Miradov, he was one of the biggest favorites on that fight card. I forget exactly what fight night it was. But what is Gerald Merchard? Oh, it was on the freaking Giga Chikadze, like I said. It was on the Barbosa Chikadze card. But GM3 pulls off one of the biggest upsets of the year on that card. Then he comes back and beats a tough Dustin Stolzwitz after basically getting mauled for a couple rounds. And then he, he sinks in like a rear naked choke. And then he gets three fight. Uh, he's on a three fight win streak right now. And I think he set some some record for um, submission. He Some submission record, I think, for the middleweight division. But yeah. isn't that insane, though? I'm giving all my props to this guy. Yeah. I, like, he got knocked out, absolutely got embarrassed against Hamzat Chemaev, and then he comes back, dude, and then he just goes on a 3-5 win streak when he's not, like, the youngest dude. I just think that's super impressive, and I think he needs definite more recognition or, for that yeah. because no, that's, super cool. that's not easy to do, honestly, dude. What was he? Yeah, he lost to Ian Heinish. Oh, yeah, he beat Bartos Fabinski, Makhmin Rirov, then Dustin Solzfus. Yeah, that's crazy. He was, at one point, he was... Let's see. He had two wins in his last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven fights. And now he's on a freaking three-fight win streak. And he is 34 years old. I mean, he's definitely not old, but he's definitely not young either. You know what I mean? Especially in a tough, fast middleweight division. So I'm giving GM3 his freaking award, baby. He's the man. I was trying to think out of the box here because there's so many guys that performed really well. But I think it's just pretty valiant it was a valiant effort of him to get those wins He's, none of them were easy it. he deserves none it. of those fights were easy i mean i don't know i don't really remember the barbados fabinski fight but um he managed to get finishes after in his last two fights after facing serious adversity so that just goes to show that he's an absolute killer yeah dude so we get that's our What's fighters our, of the year or is that our was that our last category uh yeah um Dang. oh re- really fast what are we at we're making good time right now. Okay. Let's do a little fun game right here, okay? Okay. Let's go. Is this our last segment? Yeah, before we talk about some of the fighters. What are we talking about? I just want to highlight some of the fighters that kind of went like under the radar a little bit that you got to watch out for. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, last thing in terms of categories. Or this is just kind of a fun little thing that we're going to do. What were the championship picture look like by the end of 2022? And I had crazy things, but I'm trying to be more realistic this time. But... Last year, I think I said I believed Brandon Moreno was going to be champ, which he ended up becoming champ. Um, well, then go off. Piotr Jan, I, he's technically like IC, like he's a champ, but yeah, he technically isn't yet, but he will be soon. And then uh, I predicted Maxi would be the champ, but that didn't oh, happen. Yeah. But that's going to happen really soon, I believe. Hopefully. And then. What did I, I thought Leon Edwards would be the middleweight champ. I thought Marvin Matori would be the freaking middleweight champ. What am I talking I about? I could see that, though. He could be. Su- he was good at yeah. a point. And then I said, I'm pretty sure I said Ngani was going to be heavyweight champ, but everybody kind of predicted that. And oh. then light heavyweight, um, I think we said like Harry Prohoshka. But that's going to happen soon, though. So yeah. we're yeah, going to go you through. You far off then. We're going to go through. We needed that buffer year, but I have a couple. I have, hairs on I have a couple uh, changes to that list. So. Uh, I didn't write down my women's, but really fast, let's go through that. I th- women's wow. women's straw weight. Yeah, all right, on the women's huh? women's straw weight, dude. I'm 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 I really think uh, Mahina Rodriguez could get that done. I mean, I know I, that's what I've kind of been saying, but I really believe in her. She could definitely become champ. So that's what that's my bold prediction. I think um, 
Mahina could be the strawweight champ for sure uh, by the end of 2022. Then in terms of flyweight, I'm not seeing anybody knocking off Valentina, but um, it is it is a little bit of a possibility that Manon Fior, Fior gets a title shot. That's my bold prediction. I don't think anybody beats Valentina, but I believe that they might fast track Manon Fior. If she can fight another th- two or three times, two times this next year, jump up the rankings by her third fight, she could definitely end up t- challenging the t- for the title. Yeah. I don't think anybody's going to knock out Valentina though. Uh, women's bantamweight. Here's the deal here. You ready? What's the deal here? Amanda's going to get her belts back. That's uh, what I'm going to say here. Yeah. I, I, I just can't wrap my mind around Juliana Pena winning. Being the it's champ, crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. But kudos to her, dude. So is there no one else in featherweight? It's just so irrelevant that they don't. <laughs> like, why is it completely blank? I know. Yeah. It is what it is. It's literally not relevant to them. They don't even make a list. Yeah. It's pretty. Wait, are you serious? Bleak. Yeah. Um, but I will say this, though. At bantamweight, you got to watch out for Norma Dumont because she honestly is a problem. I In her uh, Aspen Lad fight, uh, uh-huh. like, she's a problem, dude. And I, I would not be surprised if she could get a title shot. So, But I, I know what he's going to beat Amanda Nunes when she's actually focused. Yeah. Yeah. You could tell she was off. You could, honestly, yeah. It was just a very strange night, you know okay that's women now let's get into some of the men so as much as i love brandon moreno and i'm rooting for him in terms of men's men's flyweight it's going to someone else who's he going our boy kai car france got a big dub Uh, and he's going to be fighting askar askaroff which is a serious problem for kai car france because askar askaroff he might not look look very big so who are you giving it to askar askaroff is gonna ask Oscar, Oscar. There's a guy named Asgar Asgar. He was going to be in the UFC. But then Asgar Askarov is the man. He's uh, a man that I'm pretty sure he's deaf, basically. In like one deaf? year or something. Yeah. I was going to say blind, but obviously you couldn't do this part of your blind. That wouldn't be a How, serious you disadvantage. That'd be sick. You got to have spidey senses. If there was like, a, no, literally, if there was like a blind guy doing that, that'd be insane. <laughs> Could you imagine blind UFC? do it over under on strikes landed there's like and then the coach is really just like to the left to the right <laughs> blindfolded like, ufc would be crazy that'd be insane that'd be insane yeah that was really mean kind of sorry yeah that was so rude what i said too <laughs> no, i'm just kidding Askar- it's all right we love everyone yeah we do Askar askarov i'm pretty sure he's gonna become the ufc featherweight champ no one wants him honestly nobody wants this guy He's, I'm pretty sure, yeah, he drew with Brandon Moreno, the current champ, in his first fight in the UFC. So, if that tells you anything, and he can take anybody down, he can box with anybody. He's just really a problem. He's strong as hell for the division. So, he's, he's, I, I would probably put my, put money down that he is the best wrestler and the strongest in the featherweight Almost division. Four. I mean, <laughs> I think that probably goes to William Knight. William Knight can lift um probably my house off its strongest in the sport william knight here you go yes william knight dude you're the strongest man good good dub over alonzo manifield <laughs> honestly that was a great fight you were down and out there but you're so scary you've got a francis and ganu effect where you could be losing a whole entire fight and you're yeah bro i'm pretending like i'm talking to you right now but i'm so impressed with everything that william knight has accomplished everything he does also oscar askarov 
Next, I'm going to skip Bantamweight because Piotr Jan is by far the best Bantamweight out of all the Bantamweights, even though that it is a stacked division. But yeah, dude, Piotr yeah, is dude. by far the best. And then Maxi. Maxi's going to get his featherweight title back, no doubt in my mind. Not going to be super mad if... Not going to be super mad if Volk retains it just because Manz is so underappreciated, and even by <laughs> me, because I, I'm just such a Max lover boy that... I get a little bit salty when, because you got to admit, dude, you lost that fight. Come on. <laughs> Come on dude. You lost the second fight. Come on. Go gotta on, admit go it, on. bro. You gotta admit it. But I can see why you wouldn't want to admit it because you did make <laughs> the last three rounds close. But in terms of damage, you never put Max in a position that Max put you. And in my opinion, that Max dropped him like twice. Yeah. didn't He didn't drop Max. So it's hard for me so to there you say go. that you one so but max is gonna get this title back lightweight this is i put a couple question marks right here because it's really up in the air up in the air <laughs> because there's so many guys at the bottom that it takes a couple fights for them to get to the top but by the end of two, and that takes time you know mm-hmm. so i i'm really thinking that charles Oliveira is gonna stay the champ i think he beats islam makhachev and i think okay. it's we're gonna it's gonna be 2023 before we see a new lightweight champ okay okay um and then 2023 damn he keeps it the whole year yeah i think so i mean yeah. if he fights twice a year defends it twice true that's true I maybe you get an ic in there you could maybe do that yeah like an interim um okay welterweight welterweight baby getting chilly i don't freaking know i don't freaking know <laughs> i don't freaking know what are we gonna do with Vicente? no i'm <laughs> Hamza Chimaev? Chimaev. Chimaev? Does he have a nickname? Bors? Bors? It's like like Wolf in like Swedish or something. Bors. Hamza Bors Chimaev. Interesting. Is it going to be Hamza? What are we thinking? I could see it on it. What are we thinking? It's not going to be Sean Brady. It's not going to be... No. It's not gonna be Vicente Luque. Right? I I could see a Hansa. Leon Edwards. I could see Shamaya. Colby. Okay. No, Colby won't get a title shot. Okay, honestly, case scenario here. Okay. What if they put Hamza versus Colby, right? Okay. Colby wins. What do you do then? Have Usman Colbyton Covington. Kill them both. Colbyton. <laughs> No, have Usman Colby three, even though Usman's one two. You can't do that. True. What do you give Leon but a title shot? People would want it. People would want it. Oh yeah, for sure. I don't know. Leon has just missed it. I love you, dude. I freaking I love, love Leon Edwards, but it just sucks, honestly, because I feel like people have just lost their mojo with him. Yeah. What are we doing? <laughs> you want chicken? What do you want, KFC? So, guys, I get my wisdom teeth out tomorrow, and I'm like, a I, fat need, meal. I need my last supper for, like, a week, because you can't eat anything no, solid. no, guys, I'm not using her for this episode, because I, she won't be ready for a few <laughs> days. I know that's exactly what you're <laughs> oh, thinking. Oh, shut up. I know that's exactly what you guys are thinking. Okay, well, I just, I was telling Kel earlier that I need, like, I'm not craving anything but i need something for my last meal because i can't eat any solid foods for like a few days and i food is like my love you, language yeah but you can have mashed potatoes anytime i hate mashed potatoes i'm not getting that here 
You're gonna get chicken? I would get like chicken, fries, they have mac and cheese. But we're screwed because I can't drive in the snow. It's down the street. You're oh I'm kidding. You can't I'm drive kidding. all of a sudden. I can't. No, actually, you're right. It is kind of sketch. I don't know. But Wow. I've never seen her be so like nice about something. Okay, we're going Hamzat Chimaev for why not? Honestly, he could be fast tracked. Or it, my second runner up, I want Vicente to be champion, and then I obviously want Leon to be champ. Any one of those is perfect. And then maybe Colby. So basically, the whole entire top five. <laughs> okay, middleweight. Reba. Roba the Reba. I love him. I but, just love him so much. But, 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 I want Sean Strickland to be champ. Imagine what he does for the sport. <laughs> An absolute crazy person as champion. Mm-hmm. And then what's the greatest thing? This man backs up what he says. He's crazy. An absolute psychopath. But he can box with the best one. Picks guys absolutely apart with his jab. He just, his volume is insane. What, are you going to take him down? No. Like he says, he's got some of the best takedown defense in the entire sport. And he has the mindset to match any of the crazy people like a Hamza Chemaev that wants to come after him. So I'm going, Robert Weep, okay. If, this is so tough. Honestly, who wins? Sean Strickland or Israel Adesanya? I think Sean Strickland is psycho enough to beat him. Why not? I'm giving it to Robert Whitaker. Yeah. All day. But we're completely dismissing the fact that one of the greatest middleweights of all time, Israel Adesanya, is the current champ. So it wouldn't be one bit but surprised if Israel like holds him. the belt. Yeah. No, no. It's fine. I, I mean, I don't mind him because he's, he's such a good fighter and he's really not a bad dude, but it's just, it's fun to see change. And I just like Robert more than I like I, him. So yeah, it's like, exactly. Yeah. Change is good. So rankings. Want to see Sean Strickland and Robert Whitaker. Okay. That's that. Heavyweight. I really believe Cyril Gon's going to hold on to that strap on for a while. Oh, wait. We missed light heavyweight. <laughs> Magomed Ankalaev is going this to be... This is going be- to be an hour-long episode. No, we're done. We're done. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about the fighters next next time. Because we can oh, contact oh, later. Yeah. So, here's how this is going to roll, suckers. <laughs> suckers. This is how it's going to freaking roll. Hiri Prokhachka, or as Chilson likes to say, Prokhachka, is going to be... Prokhachka. <laughs> Is gonna, no one can say his name it's the funniest thing <laughs> is gonna beat um Glover Glover and then Magomed is going to beat Hiri Prohachka but he might not and that's a fact because Hiri Prohachka is one of the biggest strongest Viking men I've ever seen in my life but Magomed Ankalaev doesn't what? get cracked like Hiri Prochka does. And he's a clean, he fights like a welterweight, fast, quick, good technique. But he's light heavyweight. So, and what are you going to do? Take Magomed down? You're going to take a 6'4", huge Russian guy down <laughs> that has been wrestling in Dagestan? Uh, think again, Zagar. I think not. So you're going to have to beat them on the feet. If there's one guy to beat him on the feet, it's going to be Hiri Prochka. That said, <laughs> I'm thinking Magomed Ankalaev is going to hold the belt by the end. Oh or God. early 2023, but we're not even at that episode yet. So we're not we, got even a, we got like about uh, 40 episodes before that happens. So yeah, that's that. Um, what do you think? Fun little award show. Yeah, it's been a great award show. Fourth time is the charm. Yeah, I mean, I've worked fantastic. myself up an appetite. Oh yeah, me too for sure. Five takes take takes daddy, you know. 
So yeah. I'm happy all you guys got awards. I'm going to give awards to all the guys that I believe will be champ. I think Dana White should start using the ultimate man as an award. Honestly, bro. A gold their, ultimate man? Yeah, and put their like name down here or like how it say ultimate man if you want or and then put their name in their weight class or something. That's facts. That's big facts. I like it. So I feel like we talked about everybody. You know what? I'm going to do this why not we we're gonna do this right now i'm Ready? actually gonna x-nay on that because i what if i do it really quick really quickly the amount of times that i've sat here and heard him no but the more that you do we do these episodes with me today oh the you one guys time the one time we did we this did is it our one fourth time take. one time wait you're gonna say fourth we didn't do start fourth i didn't takes? get into it oh you didn't get into this part no we didn't get it we didn't through make this, it this far. <laughs> I wouldn't have redone the episode if we you made this redo far. this one? <laughs> You're so funny. Dude, does anyone feel like they have lice right now? Oh, my <laughs> God. Okay, how long is this going to take because... I'm just going to run through the list. Okay, you might want to keep that on right now. <laughs> okay. We're keeping this sucker on. Also, thanks, guys. On the road to triple digits by the end of the new year, baby. Yeah, or the that's start our of the goal. New year. That's our goal. Okay. Triple digits. So, oh, how okay. long at ballpark is this going to take? I'm going to give you guys... Top fighters who kind of went under the radar, okay? Oh, I swore we did this part. Fine. Aaron Blanchfield, 22 years old, oh, beat Miranda yeah. Maverick, beat Sarah Alpar, hasn't missed a takedown defense in her entire freaking UFC career, and she's only like 22. Absolute killer. Watch out for her. Jonathan Martinez, like we've said, clean, crisp, striking. Absolute killer. Came off that tough loss to Davy Grant, but beat a tough Zviad Lazishvili. So watch out for him. Andre <laughs> Mooney's is an absolute sleeper underdog, dude. At middleweight, he could easily become champ. I want to see a Hamzat versus Andre Mooney's 185-pound fight. That would be crazy. Also, Andre Mooney's versus Sean Strickland is a sleeper fight because Sean Strickland swears nobody can get him to the ground. I can almost assure you Andre Mooney's can get you to the ground. It's just a matter of I don't think that Andre Mooney's will be able to submit him. Um, Sean Strickland definitely is better on the feet, but who knows? But Andre Mooney's keep your eye out for him. He freaking snapped. Um, uh, what's his name? Jacare Sousa's arm, and he just oh. beat a tough um, Eric Anders, dude. Absolute mm. killer. Um, then Dana Batkari. Absolute Batkari. concrete in his fist. I'm pretty sure he just knocked out. I'm uh, pretty sure the guy's name is like Mike Davis or something. And he's so good. Uh, Mongolian. Grill? Speaks for itself. <laughs> I made that joke last Little night. racial. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, uh, what? Well, <laughs> no. We what? just have a place called Mongolian Grill. It's we a do. restaurant. We have them. It's in Corvallis. I hear it on the radio all the time. Yeah, I've never okay, been honestly, there, Honestly, you're making this longer than it needs to be. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, Charles Jordan just had the craziest honestly, performance you'll ever see against Andre Yule. We talked about it last I mean, if you don't take we me talked to about UFC, it. I said, if you don't take me to UFC after this, I wish, I'm dude. KFC. <laughs> That's a perfect sponsor, honestly. Why yeah, not? Yeah, why? Wouldn't they Imagine do that? Imagine the commercials and marketing. Them eating the chicken leg. Oh. UFC Lake sponsors it. the Lake KFC. Lake kick. Lake kick chicken leg. <laughs> no. Kick the chicken leg. Calf kick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What? Okay, okay, honestly, this is killing me really fast. I'll cut you this. You have a minute. Dana, but get it. You have 60 seconds till I press that. Stop recording. <laughs> Don't even say that. That's rude. Honestly, 
Oh, Brandon Davis, not Mike Davis. That's oh a freaking God. running back for yeah. the. Are you kidding me, Gil? For the Falcons, come on, dude. Brandon Davis, I'm sorry, dude. Um, and then he beat Kevin Davidad, and then he beat Guido Canetti. He's on a three fight win streak. Dana Batgari, another great <laughs> bantamweight. Okay, Charles but Jordan just had the crazy the fight of his life against Andre Yule. Crazy was yelling at him, throwing spinning crap, absolute just killer yeah. mindset. And I love Charles Jordan. He I've been watching him for a while now, and that last performance just solidified him a new contract. And also, definitely he's must watch TV. He's coming into his own for sure. Okay, That's now cool. massive twenty twenty two. We already know this. Gamrot Lamosh. Manon Fior, Tom Aspinall is going to jump the rankings there. At heavyweight, he can stick with anybody. He can take you down. He doesn't quite have the knockout power, but Tom he'll Aspinall, find different ways yeah. to win for sure. And then obviously, we're talking about Magomed Uncle Live. Okay, nice. we're going to run through these really quick. 17 guys that you have <laughs> top fighters to watch. Lerone Murphy, killer, beat Mac one. <laughs> Pete Mack, one of Mac Americani. He's a killer. One forty-five. Watch out for him. Sumu Darji, flyweight. Your Tibetan dad's gonna Eagle. be like, "Is this an extra speed?" Is Tibetan Eagle. Oh yeah, they're gonna think this is at times two right now. They're gonna think it's like Listening on their phone. Sumu Darji, Tibetan Eagle. You like I said, craziest left hand in the game. Alexa Grasso, sick one twenty-five ish. Um, since she moved up, dude, she's gonna have a huge freaking um to beat Macy Barber. Best boxing, probably. That's actually a sleeper to beat a. Uh, your girl the bullet dustin jacoby oh my god oh my god he's the man you have to please just watch out for dustin jacoby he's he just beat um he just beat a guy on short notice uh john alon or something and john allen and he he's he's such a good kickboxer he just his combinations are insane and they're so powerful oh and he beat darren the dentist stewart he's so good uh bruce leroy what is he on a five fight win streak now he's an absolute killer he's i'm so super happy to see him coming into his own sean brady oh daun jung the freaking turtle i forget the iron turtle or whatever his name is Uh, is his name the iron turtle i'm reading the love arrest without any context sorry everybody (laughs) (laughs) wait yeah, isn't his name? Oh, Dalen Jung's not the Iron Turtle. He's Seda. Who's the Iron Turtle? That's a different guy. That's Jung Young Park. <laughs> Is that Jung Young Park? I'm okay, so we sorry. We don't have time for this. What's Jung RX? Guys, I feel so bad. We're like a oh, full on Jung hour Young in. Park is the Iron Turtle. I am so unbelievably this is sorry. Be horrible for you, Seda. To edit. No, I'm not editing crap. Good. Seda, you're the man. You, you the man. He, his elbows against Kenny and Sheck. Okay, you got to watch out. Out of all these guys, <laughs> Daun Jung's the man. Tai Tuivasa could probably maybe contend for a tie by the end of the year. Alexander Romanov, killer. Yamhal Hill, Jamal, Jamal Hill, <laughs> your guy, is, is the man. He just knocked out uh, Kroot. Uh, Sayud Yukub Kakramanov is the man. Aaron Blanchfield, like Let we said. Read some. Jonathan Pierce is, hold, can hold you down for a whole entire fight. Michael. Mikhail Olyshechek. You He's gave me such the worst good boxing. One to read. Okay, Michelle Olyshechek versus Dustin Jacoby. That's going to be a fight that is going to happen. I was so pumped to see that. We'll talk about that more when it comes. Norma, Norma Dumont. D Rod. Daniel Rodriguez, like we said. So underrated. Takedown defense is great. Some of the best boxing in multiweight division. Rooney Borsellis. Howney. Borsellis. <laughs> We got the sucker under an hour. That's the fights that you got to watch. That's the fighters you got to watch out for. Um, These were our 2021 awards. This is the award extravaganza holiday special. Everyone who's been named is a goat. There's only one goat. But kind of not. And that's Chael Sonnen. 
Who? Did you see he beat up somebody in a hallway because he was hitting up. He was like talking shit on his wife or something. They're like saying something about him. So Chael saw him beat the crap out of somebody in a hotel room. He's an absolute man, dude. That guy deserves that everything means. that came after him, man. And I'll do the same for Bianca. You <laughs> wouldn't. Except I'd be like, dude, you'd you can be like, her. can you? I'll just be like, walk away. I don't want to get sued. That's what my excuse would be. <laughs> I, I just really wouldn't want to fight. That's it. Say anything. I it's think like, babe, we're bigger than dip. this. We're bigger than this. You'd I just be like, really don't want to fight. I'll go get the manager. No. I'd be like, you want to fight, dude? Well, too bad. Because <laughs> you don't know what I'm capable of. Okay, guys. Um, thanks for watching. Let's thanks get a Millie, baby. This is our holiday episode. Thanks for watching. I hope you guys had a very Merry Christmas Thank and you. a great 2021. Thanks, all 12 of you. Bye.